rest in peace and chill because the undertaker and the new day are coming to netflix yes that is a real headline Mick Foley has a warning for the WWE and so much more. It's all going down today on a highly interactive sports key to wrestling. Top story of the day, baby. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out, everybody. Watch out. Share the link or you stink. You know what's up. I am Kev Kelm yelling in Chicago down there in the state that is shaped like a certain part of the male anatomy, Mr. Jose G. Uh, keeping it bald and beautiful, baby. A uh, lot What's to up, get baby? into today. We have Undertaker news. We have New Day news. Uh, Mick Foley throwing a real uh, shot. A lot of people throwing shots at WWE now. You can't just say AEW had a good show. You have to say that AEW had a great show. And WWE's done. <laughs> like, you have to be like that. That's basically been the. Uh, the uh, the uh, the reason like what's the problem? It's uh, uh recent problem. Everyone's mm-hmm. recency problem is is that. Uh, we'll get into all of it. Uh, share the link. Get in the screen with us. Get on screen. Let us know what you think here. If you're a new viewer, let us know what you guys think as well. A lot of people joining us for the first time all over the world. If you haven't done already, go ahead and subs- uh, subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Over twenty thousand strong, baby. Tons. Uh, we just we just dropped a bunch of new top five videos as well. If you've not watched those, we have some really really cool top five videos. Uh, hundreds of thousands of people watching those on uh, Facebook. Let's see if we can try and get thousands to watch them on YouTube. That'd be great. I've been I've been urging them to keep subscribing and smashing that notification bell to help us get to thirty thousand. That's our next goal. We need to get to thirty k quick, Kevin. Thirty k quick. Lot to get into today. Uh, and plenty of content as well on the channel with Vince Russo covering Monday at Raw. He had a lot to say about Monday at Raw, which I thought was a, a an upgraded show. It was a very, very compelling show. I love the tag team turmoil match. They did some interesting things. Uh Karrion Cross is a monster, but no one's yelling about it anymore because he because he, you know, because he, he didn't he, he got hit with everybody a got over it. Everybody got uh, over it. J- yeah, John Morrison taking a back body jump uh, over the turnbuckle and over the ring. That was insane. Was, that was, was kind nuts. of insane. Uh, that was a really good squash match. I really enjoyed that here. Uh, and some development, some really cool stuff. I, I, I didn't think this was an awful show, uh, but certainly I didn't watch it live. So it was a little bit easier on the Hulu cut. Maybe maybe that, that's why. Uh, whole, other, whole other story. We'll get into it here. Uh, good Monday Raw. You know, a good Monday Raw, an amazing AEW out. Wrestling is cool. Uh, but The Undertaker, there's rumblings and rumors of The Undertaker. All right. We will talk about those rumors, but none of those rumors we can say are like completely, you know, validated at this moment. But we'll talk about this one that's confirmed from Netflix, one of the biggest streaming services in the world. WWE, they have partnerships with everybody. They're on Fox. They're on NBC Universal. Their WWE Network is on Peacock. But they still have this side deal for these collaborations with Netflix. And they have an upcoming interactive horror film starring The Undertaker and The New Day. And The New Day get trapped in The Undertaker's haunted house. Yeah, man. I'm excited because Halloween is actually one of my favorite holidays of the year. It's the only time of the year that you can dress up like a total idiot and you can totally get away with it. Uh, But this actually is going to be pretty cool. If you guys are fans of the Black Mirror series or any of those interactive shows that Netflix has, this is going to be one of them. Uh, So The Undertaker and The New Day, Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, and Big E uh, are going to be starring in a movie that will be co-produced not only by Netflix, but also by WWE Studios, and it's going to be called Escape the Undertaker. 
Uh, we do have some stills here to show you guys of what this is all about. Uh, but yeah, so this actually kind of broke out a little bit earlier today mm-hmm. by Bloody Disgusting on Twitter, uh, which they broke the news about the movie being on Netflix on October 5th. Uh, basically, the plot of the film notes that uh, it sees The Undertaker setting up a trap for the New Day in his haunted mansion, and the viewers will get to decide the fate of the New Day while they go through the house. Uh, so this is something pretty cool, something really neat. There's The Undertaker kind of doing surveillance in his own place, and then you got the New Day there finding The Undertaker in the haunted house. So, uh, you know, Halloween's right around the corner. You know, what a way to get into into the Halloween spirit. Uh, but this is a cool little project for The Undertaker to do outside of the ring, do some movie stuff, do some and he gets to be the uh, more theatrical, and he gets to be The Undertaker. So yeah. I'm actually really looking forward to this. I was just having a conversation uh, with Mike uh, from the social media team earlier, and uh, him and I are on the same point. I am looking forward to seeing this. Now it could be bad, <laughs> you know. Like it, it, could, it be, could be, it could be, it could be bad. Yeah, Most of bad. WWE studios are bad. I no, mean, they're, they're not, they're, there's a couple mo- of gems in there. There are a couple mo- like hidden mo- gems in there. Most, most of them are bad. Kevin. Most, most, most of them. Uh, but WWE did like a really fun Halloween special a few years ago with Matt Hardy. That was really, really goofy and over the top. I wouldn't mind this if this was just goofy and over the top. And Undertaker kind of like plays quiet, spooky Undertaker, and the New Day just kind of like runs around like it's a Scooby Doo thing. With a little bit of seriousness, and you have some cameos in there. You're gonna have some cameos that pop up in there. I'm on board with this. More fun spookiness. I'm I'm mm-hmm. on board. As I get older, I just kind of enjoy horror movies. I don't dress up, and like around this spooky season, as the young working class goths call it, uh, I enjoy it. Uh, I'm about it. This season is more than pumpkin spice. Let's all bow down to the hey. Well, th- that too, and make sure you consume plenty of pumpkin spice. Um, we have people saying defund WWE. Oh God, please do <laughs> what not. A dork. Why? <laughs> Ray, Ray, uh, you're hanging out, man. You just texted in this comment, Ray. I, I, I'm not, I'm not being serious with you, uh, but I'm just goofing, dude. But that's just dumb. <laughs> that's just D- dumb. <laughs> wow. I don't know. What are your, what, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Now, what are your, what are your thoughts on this? Are you looking forward to this little, uh, B plus rated, uh, WWE studios movie? Yeah, but they've done a handful of these that aren't that awful. There's, I can't remember the name of the movie. Obviously how great is it if I can't remember the name of it. Um, but like there's some action movies they did where they were fun. The Marine stuff is goofy. Like if WWE was going to do these, like, they don't look like a like a sci-fi channel movie. It does look kind of cheap and made for TV. I'm surprised you never got those they on the network. They do well with horror. They do well with horror. They do. Though. Yes, they have done well with horror. They made they money. Have... That See No Evil movie made money. <laughs> like you, well, those... that, not only just that one, but some of the other ones. I think there was one a few years ago. Oculus. Uh, it was about a possessed. It was Oculus was pretty good. Uh, there was yeah, no but one about Oculus a was a movie kid. they bought, by the way. Like they didn't make that. They they. Like they, it they still has the WWE studios on it, so it's they, still they rolled the it. dice on it. They rolled the dice exactly. On it. So uh, that wasn't I, too bad. So yeah, they do they do better when it comes to horror. Not so good when it comes to like action or sometimes they could do like some comedies, but stick to the horror. I think they do oh, better. No. In horror. There, there, there's been some pretty bad ones. Notice they never put those on the network. They never put those. On the, <laughs> you never got to see those. Like what was the one with Triple H that he was a he, uh, he was like a bodyguard or yeah. Or like there's a, like a there's one they did with him. There's one they did with where he was like the the chaperone. Oh god. Yeah, yeah. that one. Oh, um, terrible. There, there's one they did with the Big Show where he's like he has to go into like a fighting tournament or something like that. But he's like a lovable goof. 
Oh, and, is that the one with the big show? Yeah, I love how we can't remember the names of any of these. Yeah, what was yeah, it called? A, there, I forget, but there's one that the that the big show Paul White he goes into training and he goes into MMA and he becomes oh, an yes. MMA fighter. Yeah, and it, it's pretty goofy and he's good in it, but the movie is just off, you know. Uh, yeah. and uh, a bunch of people sounding off on this. There is some other wrestling news about the Undertaker. Uh, and it is worth noting this is reported by Planetus Wrestling, which is, I'm not I'm taking no shot at them. We haven't heard anyone else really pick up the story. We have noted it and, and addressed it really as, as a rumor. And a lot of people think that this is a real thing. How would you feel about The Undertaker showing up this Friday night in New York City at Madison Square Garden, the biggest media market in the United States, the spiritual home of the WWE brand? Madison Square Garden, MSG, for an extra big SmackDown, which will also feature the WWE champion, Bobby Lashley, will be featured on the show. Becky Lynch will be on the show. Bianca Belair. Brock Lesnar, his first television appearance for the company in over two years. Uh, So this is going to be a big show. Uh, We're also getting John Cena untelevised, apparently. He's supposed to be untelevised. So uh, maybe we get him on TV. That isn't clear, but he has not been advertised for television at this time. Uh, He will be wrestling on that show. So... Does the Undertaker show up? I don't know, man. Uh, I know the guys at Planeta Wrestling, and they always put out some pretty good stories and pretty, uh, pretty. They're pretty much solid, uh, uh, right on the money. I have not heard from any from any of my other sources or any other outlets anything about the Undertaker being on SmackDown on Friday. If he does, I mean, cool, sure, that's fine. But honestly, as a fan, I'm kind of Undertakered out. I love the Undertaker. But last year, especially leading up into Survivor Series, mm-hmm. every single day, every story was about The Undertaker for a month. And I had to do new stories on that every single day. Um, so I think that the WWE bringing back The Undertaker for Friday Night SmackDown, it's almost like, how do I put this in delegate? It's almost a person trying to... Uh, Get over an addiction and getting and trying to go back for one more hit. Does that make sense? Uh, a little bit, but I'll say this: The Undertaker didn't get to have his swan song in front of a crowd. Uh, and that's the, true. If, if the Undertaker is is if anyone's deserving of a farewell in front of an audience, it's the Undertaker. And if the Undertaker comes out and it's just a cameo and he gives somebody a a, a choke slam and that's about it, I'm okay with that. Like if it's just a cameo and he comes out and he get the pop and that's all it is and he's cool hand Luke and no matches teased. What do you fit him on Friday night though? Where what part feed him of the a show goon. do you fit feed him? him a goon? Just feed him a goon in the middle of the show. And feed him Baron Corbin. Yeah, Baron Corbin's out there. Happy Corbin, New York. Yeah, it, it just that's it. It doesn't have to be complicated. It just has to be a one time thing. And guess yeah, what? I mean, if he I, does I guess it, that works. It and if he work. does it for the fans that are in New York City who are going to get Survivor Series in a few months, like, hey, we're going to try hard for you. We're going to remind you that we want to give you really special shows. And WWE has a fire under their ass to make special moments. The Undertaker's not going to show up in AEW. <laughs> like, 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 the Undertaker, if he does show up anywhere, can show up in WWE. Or me may. I mean, I'm just joking. He'll never show up over there. He's a WWE guy. He's a Vince McMahon guy. Yeah, he will definitely a... be loyal. He'll be. He is loyal to. If he WWE. showed up in AEW, he'd be in the crowd. <laughs> he'd be. He'd be in a box <laughs> yeah. watching the show. Uh, yeah, a lot of people with different takes here. Um, uh, Stephen Chambers is on board with him choke slamming. 
the Baron Corbin. He's 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 into it here. Uh, a lot of people with different takes here. They want to see it here. Um, bu- 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 did, um, here we go. Somebody saying the that the a boogeyman is teasing a comeback to WWE. Boogeyman has teased a couple of comebacks to WWE. I'll believe it when I see it. That doesn't mean like dispelling what he's saying there as well. Uh, so there's there's uh, all of that here, and other people saying this is all about the ratings. Sure, it's all about the ratings. Why wouldn't it be? About of course, the it's always it's always it's never about not the it's never not about the ratings to some degree or another. Um, so uh, I, I'm I'm on board with it. It's just fun. I mean, if it's just something simple, you know, uh, then if it's, it's something it. simple and it's a, and it's just kind of like a one off type of situation, sure, you know, yeah. But you know, I think the th- the thing that happened with last year building up into Survivor Series that it was this 30 year, you know, and it was going to be like this final farewell. It just so wasn't it was in front deal, of a crowd, and it mean, wasn't I mean, in front that, of a crowd. That, so that was it really, it, yeah, it's okay. If they it's do okay. some. If they do something like that at Survivor Series, he doesn't have to wrestle. If he's just involved in a match, you know, if they say the Undertaker is overseeing, you know, is undertaking, you know, um, Survivor Series, and they just say he's going to be involved with it. That's kind of interesting. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be involved with it. He doesn't need we to We also have Saudi Arabia it. coming up in October. True. And Goldberg is still in the play there. So who knows? And what do they knows? do in they Saudi might, Arabia? They, they want they want big name guys. They want Yoko. They want Yokozuna. They want Yokozuna in Saudi <laughs> they Arabia. They want Yokozuna who isn't with us anymore. Uh, Juan <laughs> Gonzalez uh, wants to see Undertaker choke slam Logan Paul. I that don't might work. <laughs> I don't think you're alone. That in might that. work. That might. I think work. Logan, I think Logan Paul would would uh, would take that check and be happy to do it. Um, yeah, so a lot of people with uh, and Philip, uh, Philip, who always likes to hackle Riccuccino <laughs> and say that, uh, say the word moist that makes uh, Rick moist. cringe. Moist, this is perhaps the Undertaker can get moist. Maybe the Undertaker makes people moist. Do you ever think about that? You ever think about that? I don't want to think about that, Kevin. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't. Well, well, that with that note right there, let's move on to our second story here. How about we, how about we do that? Chris Jericho had an incredible final fight with MJF on Sunday night at All Out. And he issued a little statement regarding the whole storyline with MJF saying that, in his opinion, you know, because Mm -hmm. this is him saying it, that this has been one of the best, most brilliantly told stories in the last 20 years. Uh, If He hopes that everybody enjoyed this pro wrestling magnum opus as much as they did telling it onto the next challenge. So clearly this, this storyline <clears throat> is over, but I would have to say, I'm going to have to agree with Chris Jericho. This was a brilliantly told storyline from the get when MJF uh, uh, snaked his way in into the inner circle. Then we had the breakup. Then mm-hmm. we had the, the, the awesome um, vignettes with Chris Jericho and MJF leading all up to, you know, what went down on Sunday so I'm going to have to agree. This was a, a, a pretty damn good storyline between the both of them. Um, I always laugh when I see Jericho issue a statement about a story like he was involved in, because of course he's going to put it over. Sure. Uh, but you, but, but you as a fan and being non-biased one way or another, which you've clearly stated in the past, yep. what's your take? Is this one of the best stories told in the last 20 years? Yay or nay? I mean, I don't want to say that's a stretch. Maybe we just need a little bit more time to get away from it because it just kind of happened, right? I'm not taking anything away from it. It's definitely one of the best stories that AEW's told, you know, and, and AEW's told a lot of great stories. It's also worth noting that was a jam-packed show where the the real headlines of that show uh, mm-hmm. were the big the big show-ups and big returns. 
let's not forget you had some fantastic wrestling on that show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I know it, it felt like a Royal rumble in terms of just who's coming out, you know? Uh, and, and a lot of the show is kind of defined by who's coming out with Ruby and with Minoru Suzuki, with Daniel Bryan, with Adam Cole. I'm probably forgetting somebody at this point. Uh, and so I think you need to remember that this kind of tied up some storylines here. Uh, MJF can take the loss. The match was good. It was well-paced. I don't think mm-hmm. guys who are over a certain age who aren't as fast as they were when they were younger but can still have great matches, like The Undertaker, uh, you know, should go out there and wrestle matches. They don't have to wrestle at a pace. They don't have to work that cause problems, right? Mm-hmm. Do what you can do and do it well. And and I think that Jericho has been very, very good, especially in the last few years, of modifying what he does and still having great matches. I think you saw that when he went to New Japan. I think you saw that in WWE. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think you saw that with also you saw that with CM Punk as well. I think CM Punk and Darby Allen had a fantastic match. I think Punk had the best possible match he could have for not being in the ring in seven years. And and credit all that credit, I think not to say all of it, but a lot of that goes to Darby. You know, Darby did a lot. Oh, absolutely. Darby. And, and also credit, that match credit, on to, credit to MJF. Hell of a heel. I mean, and because the, the point of that match is to get you to believe that Chris Jericho could get pinned and he's done in AEW. And there's not a lot of people that believe that. But if they got you to believe it for a mi- a second, then it mm-hmm. worked. If they got you to believe. So when you heard those near falls in that match and people bought into it, then they were on board. It was a great match. There was so much in that stuff with the inner circle. I am of the thought, though, that they just stretched it out a little bit too long. You know, like there was just a little. Just, I mean, if we want to get you, want to bring out the tweezers there. Uh, but, but, uh, it's not. Oh, Rick did tweezers. it plenty of times on Sunday, but there, there wasn't a lot to nitpick on the Sunday. Uh, Victor Nash, he's texting here saying Lucha Brothers versus Young Bucks stole the show. Gonna agree with you there. I mean, you can talk about how great this story has been, and it has been a great story for AEW. Uh, it has been one of the better things they've had week to week for a long time here. Uh, but yeah, Lucha Brothers and Young Bucks stole the show. If you haven't seen the show, go seek it out, get the replay on Fight TV. Uh, it's worth it. It's a really, really fun show here. We it's got fun. a good question here from Christopher Ryan Cooper, CRC. Do you guys agree with Russo about AEW shouldn't have debuted both BD, Brian, uh, Brian Danielson, and Adam Cole on the same night as CM Punk's return match? Uh, yeah, you can check that episode of Legion of Raw out. Uh, you know, Vince Russo having a lot to say about AEW All Out and obviously sounding off on Monday Night Raw as he does every single week. That is up on our channel. Uh, and bro, uh, there's a lot of people that kind of said that too. Uh, it's another nitpicky thing, but I mean, like, look at all of the good currency that AEW has bought with fans now. And if you're an a, if you're a WWE loyalist who's on the fence, you cannot deny that they are competition. There was a time when I thought it would take AEW a while to be considered competition. And that was before the Wednesday night started. Once, uh, you know, they could own Wednesday nights and prove it. Then the game changed. Uh, you know, once they could convince these people that, Hey, take the risk with us, come over here. Yes. The money is real. The opportunity is real. Uh, that it was worth it. And, and you know, that kind of leads us into this next story coming up here, uh, is you have a, a legendary mind in the business. Uh, you have a mind that is widely respected within WWE and outside of it. Uh, a guy who did things in, uh, for the wrestling business that have opened up the doors of people being able to sell books and do all this different stuff. He's literally one of the best wrestlers of all time and, and one of the most respected. And that is Mick Foley. Mick Foley uh, had a lot to say about this uh, uh, sure on did. social media. And he is a WWE guy. Let it be known. He is a WWE guy. He's had an up and down relationship with WWE management, but he is a WWE guy. That, that is where he 
uh, made his name and became a worldwide sensation for sure. Uh, but he has a warning for WWE. Can we play a little bit of this here? Oh, absolutely. We got a, we got a story that he pretty much sent out a warning to WWE about AEW, I guess chiming in about what went down on Sunday night. And we do have the video. It's just a little bit over a minute long. Here we go. Hello, this is hardcore legend Mick Foley. I'd like to title this video WWE. We've got a problem because I think you do. And that problem is that WWE is no longer the place for talent to aspire to. Part of it is because AEW is doing a great job of attracting great talent, proven talent, building other talent, creating storylines. But part of it is a problem of your own making. I think younger talent sees the way that developmental characters are cut or left by the wayside, or in the case of Karrion Cross, greatly watered down and even made a joke of when they debut on the main roster. It's not broke. Uh, don't fix it. Uh, if I was an aspiring talent now, big league talent with a major decision to make, I'm not sure that I would trust WWE Creative to do the right thing with my career. You guys did wonders with me uh, back in the day. But that was a different time different place. If it was today, I'm not sure I would trust the powers to be uh, with my career in their hands. And until that changes, WWE, you've got a problem. WWE, you've got a problem. Uh, this, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I watched it earlier. Uh, but watching it again in the circumstance of how we're going to have people react to it. Let us know what you guys thought of that. If you haven't seen it, let us know what you think of it. Uh, follow at Real Mick Foley, by the way. He is doing a really great live event tour uh, coming through the Midwest. Going to be in Rockford at the Apollo Theater in Belvedere, Illinois. Coming up on September 18th. Get your tickets for that. Great live show. Going to tell all of his amazing live stories. It's a very, very funny live show, by the way, too. Uh, looking forward to checking that out here. Um so we Interesting got Leo comments. We got, yeah, Leo, yeah, Leo Hodgkins here reacting to the video. He's saying, I think Foley's right. AEW is more appealing than WWE. I love WWE and only recently started watching AEW. And I can honestly say AEW has the better product right now. See, that's the title shift here. You know, that, that's where you can start seeing those things here. And, and the interesting thing about this, that, that, oh, WWE have a problem is, it's a good thing for WWE. And I know this is a spin machine thing for me to say. Um, I think this will inspire WWE. I, I thought I, I thought this week's Money at Raw felt a bit more inspired mm -hmm. to uh, go with some things and dial some things in and not have anything kind of be loosey goosey. And let's hey, let's lose some let's use some horses in the in the in the in the stable that we aren't using. The tag team match was really, really good. That was some of the best tag team wrestling I've seen I from think, WWE in a long absolutely. time. Absolutely. And sometimes you forget about how many tag teams are on and one good ones. compared to the other one. And they're good. We had eight solid tag teams. Yeah. Excuse me. On Monday night. And what helped is and I anytime Monday Night Raw or SmackDown has either a tag team turmoil slash gauntlet match, you know that's going to be a good night. Because anytime we can get the New Day running the gauntlet for seven matches in a row, crazy to believe that, right? Seven matches in a row just to lose at the end against Bobby Lashley and MVP, which is okay. But whenever you see that, they actually have to stop the turmoil. They're like, okay, stop. Then we'll continue it as a main event. 
But mm-hmm. I thought that was really good to do on Monday night because it really kind of kept the show going because now you're at the uh, at the half of that turmoil match. Like, okay, now I need to know how this is going to end. Stick around for the rest of the show. Watch the last hour. That's how you know it ended. And I'm not saying that, the, you know, oh, look, look what WWE did. No, they still got to do a lot more because fans are still talking about AEW. You know, uh, this is the closest we have ever gotten to WCW. You know, this is you know, within just a couple of years, but it's also worth noting that uh, they're backed by a billionaire, (laughs) you know, they're backed by a huge, huge operation and they can afford the talent and they can afford the production. And they have the media distribution that makes it feel big time when you watch it. And they have all these different things that WWE has either said, all right, we're just going to do that NXT and we're, we'll, we'll treat it like a little thing, but it's over here. And mm-hmm. we'll do a pro wrestling show, but here's sports entertainment money at Raw and SmackDown. And for a set for a sense of what WWE is doing, are they wrong? They just signed all these billion dollar deals. I know I keep going back to them, but guys, that argument lines up. Like th- Tony Khan is able to get the money together uh, from the Khan family and mm-hmm. the contracts of TV to go and do that thing because WWE signed billion dollar TV deals within three months of each other, two separate ones. So then he's able to go, all right, well, the market's open now. There's there's gonna be there's gonna be more people who want to spend money on wrestling now. And I'm gonna swoop right in with some big name talent and come in with uh the timing that was there of Young Bucks and the Elite and Bullet Club and all those things hidden. So now it's spiraling over on a whole nother level of people's deals are coming up. Can you can mm-hmm. you entertain me? Storylines aren't as good. You aren't meant you aren't now it's do the boys want to go there? I include the ladies in that. Do the boys want where do the boys want to go? And here's the thing: it, it AEW doesn't win. WWE really doesn't win. This we win. This we, we win. win. We, we I've been win. saying this for years. We win. The fans win. Like this comment here from Victor Nash. Foley's right because September 5th is today the WWE die. <laughs> and and Victor <laughs> Nash is not the only guy that feels like that. There no. is a there is a plethora of thousands sure, of you guys in the internet wrestling community that feel this way because they just have not been, you know, they haven't been delivering what they want when it comes to the storyline no, from the WWE. They, they for- people yeah. forget people forget matches they had. People are forgetting that Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks had an incredible match at WrestleMania. People are forgetting things that they've already gotten from WWE. Uh, the pay-per-views for WWE, SummerSlam was fun. It wasn't the best show in the world, right? I thought all it was a fun was a show. show. Yeah, all out was a better show. show. All out yeah. all out was like a WrestleMania level show. It was amazing. Right. Uh, and SummerSlam, like they we had some really cool moments. It's fun, you know, uh, and AEW is a hot hand right now. Do not expect WWE to sit down and take this lightly. Do not. No, absolutely. And, not. And, and if and if you think they're not going to pull out the woodshed of star power and they're not going to do some big things on television. All right. I'm going to tell you this right now. They're going to do some things on TV that they have not done in a long time. You're going to get some pay-per-view payoffs on television in the next few months. I'm going to tell you that right now. Some storylines are going to get paid off. You're going to get some wild stipulation matches. They're going to make. They're going to try and make some appointment television. Uh, and the I think the real response comes this Friday in New York City at Madison Square Garden. I don't. I don't think the real response from WWE and, is Monday night. And in the end, again, who wins in this whole thing? Who wins? Fans win, baby. Not Boom. the billionaires, baby. And nothing wrong with being a billionaire spending a lot of money on wrestling. Vince McMahon has done it for decades. Tony Khan's been doing it here for a couple of years. It's a fun time to be a wrestling fan, all right? They sure can spend is. the money, and we get to enjoy it, and we spend some money too, all right? Uh, you buy your fun, all right? And the, fun, the fun's worth it, and it delivers. What's the problem, right? 
Exactly. When you got uh, the billions, go ahead and put them in. Absolutely here. Uh, a lot of things coming up here in the next few weeks here. Uh, before we sign off, I want to get this interesting tweet. We have interesting people doing interesting tweets here. I know we didn't have this in our spreadsheet here. Right before I'm going live, I'm eating my grilled chicken sandwich at GT's Fast Food in Albany Park, Chicago, right? And I'm eating there, and I'm just looking at my phone, trying to see, like, hey, something popping up at the last minute, and you and I are going to do the show. And Xavier Woods always beating the drum of the new day. He understands how to make noise with that trumpet. He understands how to get people's attention online. He's got the up, up, down, down uh, video game channel. He knows how to work the web. He has beaten the drum of this thing that he wants in WWE. And he wants the crown. He wants to be the, king. the next king, king of the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's tweeted this out. He said it many, many times. Don't know if WWE going to do it. But he's just, you know, you say what you want to do in the world when you're a creative person. And maybe you get to do it. Maybe you don't. But you say you want to do it. And he wants a one. He's like, I'm. I want this one. One night, King of the Ring tournament. Not, not like spread out over weeks. He wants it one night. One night. I want this tournament. <laughs> Seems like he's busy with the tag team thing right now, which is still great. You know, you're still in the new day. Uh, that that isn't bad. <laughs> the, 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 those, that, that the merchandise. He's on TV. He's yeah. on TV. How about that? And how about that, uh, that new, that how about new that outsiders, outsiders merch? Yes. Yeah. How about that outsiders? Dude, they're going to have so much outsiders merch that, that's going to come out. People are going to be buying it like crazy. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, what, what do you think of that? I know we're getting the the Queen's Crown tournament, not the Queen of the Ring tournament. People got mad about that. How could they can't call it Queen of the Ring? Probably because they don't own the phrase Queen of the Ring. There's a possibility they don't own the, they it don't could own the be. phrase. It could be a yeah. trademark issue, copyright yeah. issue. Uh, I, I'm all about it. I love tournaments. I want to see a King of the Ring tournament. Uh, I agree. I, I actually mm-hmm. want this to be a two-night tournament, a weekend tournament, Saturday and Sunday. You know, get all your badass uh, matches, your, fin- your quarterfinals and your semifinals, have a couple of other matches around a final, and then your final match on Sunday. Uh, but yeah, I'm all about it. I always been an advocate for the King of the Ring. I want to see Xavier Woods be the King of the Ring. I'm down for that. I'll get to this question here before we sign off. Uh, Tim Hardy says, who is the first to leave AEW for WWE? This is something kind of like just a question that kind of popped up in the last 72 hours as well with so much talent, you know, an exodus of of big name talent from WWE in the last year over to AEW. Uh, is this going to come around the other side? Sure, it, it's Absolutely. bound to, and and I don't say that to piss off anyone who's an AEW fan. That's the open market, guys. That's the bed that AEW's kind of made now, uh, with all that money outside of WWE going into it and and really making primetime wrestling an affordable thing. It opens up the market a little bit more. It, it makes it a little bit more interesting. Um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. There's gonna be a handful of guys from AEW. They're gonna sign with WWE the next few years. I'm not saying they're gonna be huge names. Um, but you get the look. You saw it with TNA for years, TNA Impact. People will be wrestling there, and W would get to see you on television a lot. All right, come on in. You know, AJ Styles, we're not going to put you in NXT. You're AJ Styles. Come on in. You're going to be in the top top game. Uh, if I was WWE, who would you want? I, I know who I want. If I'm WWE, who do I want from AEW? I know I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a handful of names. Number one on that list is MJF. Number one, Heat Getters. Heat getters make television in WWE. Uh, and there's some guys they have that make television. Doesn't mean they're top of the card, but they're on a lot of TV. And he mm-hmm. gets a lot of heat. I would love to see him. What about you? Uh, MJF is definitely up there. I would. Oh, I was always 
imagining what Kenny Omega would look like with a WWE championship. I don't know if that will ever happen. Uh, probably very unlikely in the next five years, but you never know. W- you never say never in WWE. I would always, I would love to see what Kenny Omega would do up against a, a Roman Reigns or a, up against a Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. I think that could be uh, very captivating. Uh, other people saying they'd love to see uh, MJF or Pillman Jr. head over there. Uh, Pillman Jr. obviously has the legacy, you know, back to some WCW stuff. So, yeah. Oh, here's Jeff that. Samuel. I I totally agree with Jeff Samuel. I would bring back Miro, but bring him not as Rusev. Bring him back as Miro. When Miro Day. Persona. Yeah, I, yes. I, I'm down for that. Uh, there's a handful of people in uh, in Ollie Wrestling that are falling down the card. That I think maybe 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 they would be on more television if they were in WWE. Um, so you know, Brian Cage, where are you? You know, like like uh, you know, guys like that. You know, um, he's a big meaty guy. I'm sure. I'm sure Vince McMahon would love to get his hands on that big meaty beefy guy. Beef, uh, beef. Yeah, beef. yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> a lot of different things there. Uh, thank you guys so much for checking out the show. Did you have a fun time? Go ahead and hammer that like button. All right, I can see how many of you are doing it. Uh, we got 69 people. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there. Uh, yeah. So if you can share the link so you don't stink, that'd be great. Uh, you guys can you guys can do that as well. Uh, pass it on. Your wrestling groups, your wrestling Facebook groups, your wrestling pages, Reddits, all that good stuff. If you haven't done it already, go ahead and subscribe to us as well on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, podcasts, all that good stuff on the audio tubes, as I called it. Unfortunately, yesterday I called it audio tubes. You called it audio tubes. What are I you called 43? it? Audio tubes. I was stumbling <laughs> audio on myself tubes. with the promos, like like a complete dumbass. I called it audio tubes. That's I'm like, right. what is that, Kevin? What's audio tubes? Is that a new application for audio and tubing? <laughs> it's a series. Remember that there was like a senator like 20 years ago that he was just an older guy who didn't understand the internet. I understand the internet is a series of tubes of information. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, it's like a mail room back in the eighties. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, thank you guys so much for supporting the show. If you had a good time, just share the link. That's all we ask. Follow Jose G on the Twitter machine at Jose underscore G underscore official. You can follow me at Kev Kellum, K-E-V-K-E-L-L-A-M. I am on the radio five days a week. 104.9 The X in Rockford, w, uh, WQLZ.com uh, down in Springfield, 97.7 QLZ. Oh, I, I might be doing something cool with Nick Foley in a few weeks. So Ooh, we'll see what happens. Awesome. So, maybe you can, uh, maybe do- uh, when you uh, interview him, maybe you can ask him to elaborate a little bit more on the video that we just talked about. Uh, that'll definitely be a, a conversation. Don't make audio tubes a thing, Christopher Ryan Cooper. Can we not make audio tubes a thing? Let's, let's, not, let's, let's not do that here. Uh, and uh, yeah, please don't do that. <laughs> all right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow. A lot more news to follow. You can get it all at sportskita.com. That is sportskita.com. Download the app, it is available on Google Play and Apple. And remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing, which is what, Jose? Guys, enjoy it. Yeah, we're the fans, we're the winners. Enjoy wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah.